You are now listening to Las Reinas del Chisme. Hosted by Dania, Violeta, and Debbie. Where chisme ain't the only thing we talk about. No, it ain't. Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Reinas del Chisme. I'm Debbie. I'm Dania. I'm Violeta. And we're going to go ahead and get started with our drink of the episode. So for our drink of the episode, I went ahead and at 4 o'clock in the morning found this recipe for a masa pan milkshake. You know when you just get that morning munchie, so it just seems so good. Uh, so what you need um, per cup is three De La Rosa masa pan candies, three scoops of peanut butter ice cream, a little bit of milk, as our mom say, tu echela, so you can't tell you how much to put, <laughs> and whipped cream. <laughs> So I actually saw the video on TikTok. It's not like a TikTok famous drink or anything, but so it was really hard for me to see exactly what to put. But, you know, it turned out. So that's all that matters. But (laughs) it's hella good. It sounds really good. And like lately I've been really into like I completely switched from at first always wanting like the spicy, sour, like cravings. And now it's just Mm -hmm. like I want things that are sweet. So when you like told us about it, I'm like, that actually sounds pretty good. And Mm -hmm. it just sucks because you guys know we're not recording together, so we don't get to actually try each other's drinks. So we're going to have to, after this is over, have a little fucking event where we get to taste each other's (laughs) drinks. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I showed Rico, and he, like, literally hates the masa bon candies because he said that when he was little, he had, he ate one, and it was, like, molded from like the heat so he literally got so grossed out when I was making it but (laughs) did he try it no he won't he like seriously gags when he like sees the candy he's one of those extra guys (laughs) I'm not a really big fan of masapanes either but I'm I this shit looks good yeah Yeah. I I don't think it's like my go-to Mexican candy but every now and then like once you do have it it's like they are really good and I think it's just, mm-hmm. like, the odd satisfaction of, like, opening it up and keeping it whole and, like, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, there's that. But, um, okay, we're going to go ahead and we're going to move into our segment. And I can go ahead and get started. My first thing that I wanted to share was tied to position 69. And it's just kind of a little shout out to RJ because he has been, like, I mean, with everything going on, I haven't you know, been able to take like professional pictures with anybody. I mean, I guess I could go ahead and schedule, but I'm just like, do I want to go ahead and do that? And then like, you know, have to stay away from the photographer. Like, I don't know. I just feel like it'd be too much. So luckily he has been very patient and he has been my photographer. So just because I want to take some pictures to have memories, you know, before I lose the belly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, hopefully lose a belly. <laughs> I'll keep you guys posted on that. Um, so, yeah, he's been, you know, trying to get my angles right. and He's been very patient, just like hyping me up. So, you know, especially now that I'm starting to feel really fucking big and heavy, like it is kind of nice to have someone still tell you that you look cute or whatever, you know. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, mm-hmm. OK, this isn't so bad. <laughs> but <laughs> that's just been like my little position 69 moment. <clears throat> Yeah, and it literally, the the pictures really looked good. Mm-hmm. So yeah. yeah, they did. I was like, when I saw the pictures, like, okay, RJ with that fucking side hustle. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just like it's funny because I mean, 
if you guys know RJ, you know, he's like really extra about all of his hobbies. So it's like we do have like a pretty nice camera and, you know, and he has like just like different things that he like little um, like reflectors and just like different stuff, you know. So it's like mm-hmm. it just feels like the real deal. <laughs> so we got another tea. Did you guys end up doing the 69 after though? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, doctor's orders. <laughs> no, I was telling them a story about which I can just like share with you guys real quick. Um, the doctor, when we went to our last appointment, was like, um, I was asking him stuff because, you know, everybody gives you different recommendations. And he was saying that the only thing he felt like helped like kind of kickstart labor because you know everybody has like you eat this and you do that and like whatever and he was Mm -hmm. like yeah I think um the only thing that I believe that actually helps like kind of kickstart your labor is semen and I just looked at him like did RJ RJ (laughs) pay you to say this like you know (laughs) and then I was like because apparently has something that helps or whatever so I'm like Great. Like, now we're just going to be like doctor's orders. <laughs> but yeah. Better make sure you get your prescription daily. <laughs> like, the doctor prescribed this. <laughs> I know. <laughs> um, so, I wanted to go ahead and um, go to our mommy bullshit segment. Um, so, mine is as a lot of parents or people that listen probably do have kids. Um, so, you do know that last week they did kick off. I'm not really sure, like, what the actual name is, but it's kind of like an e-learn type thing um, with Chromebooks that they sent home from school. So I just want to give props to teachers and, like, teachers' assistants that literally do this with 20-plus kids in the classroom. Like, I have almost pulled out my hair, like, a few times because I'm just, like, I don't even understand, like, what the question's asking and it's, like, a lot of technology work, like, going on the laptop and you have to, like, take a photo of, like, your paper and do, like, little projects and stuff. So I was, like, a little bit behind on it because, as you guys know, I work from home. So it's hard for me to, like, stop and do what I'm doing, like, to be able to, like, assist Nevaeh with, like, questions. So we've been doing, like, her homework, like, later in the night. Um, but it's been a struggle, but honestly, like, I just feel like it just will help Nevaeh and, like, other kids just progress and not be held back, like, lose this opportunity of, like, learning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I'm just, No, yeah, that's uh... a good point because I, you know, I work in the sector or industry, I guess. I don't know. But um, it's called um, Distance Learning for All. And yeah. they're, like, required mm-hmm. to have to provide work and stuff for all of the students. Um, and it is a lot of work. And I mean, essentially, you think like, you know, well, it's different. At least they're not teaching eight hours a a day or whatever, but they still have to get everything ready. And it's just the adapting. Mm -hmm. And then also like on top of that, like a lot of the students might not have Internet or like the equipment or their parents can't help them and stuff, you know. So Mm -hmm. it's definitely a challenge. But I think it's it like you said, it's worth it because it's like a long time for kids to be away from school. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's for sure. No, I I completely understand because even like on my Zoom calls or conference calls that I have and the baby's over here trying to like get in the in the, you know, picture or whatever. And so people are very understanding, but I definitely understand that. V. Um, For me, I guess my for my mommy bullshit, it's been so y'all heard about the story of me smuggling a fucking guitarra. <laughs> from LA to over here for Kaiki. Well, he's been obsessed with a guitarra. 
And honestly, like last time he like he him and my dad have been going on walks every morning and every evening and afternoon, I guess. And so um, he's wanting to take the guitarra with him on a walk. And I'm like, <laughs> no, you have to leave it. And he's like, no. So he's literally sitting there contemplating, like, I really want to go on a walk, but I want to take my guitarra. And so he'd rather just stay home and cry. And so I was just like, oh, my gosh. So it was a long day the other day <laughs> with him crying because of his guitarra. You know, it'd be like that. Sometimes you really want something, but you also just want to be stubborn even more. Yeah. And you're just mm-hmm. like, fuck it, I'll miss out just to prove my fucking point, you know? Uh-huh. <laughs> so that was him. But um, I did have a little um, mommy bullshit segment, too. And just for those of you who, like, don't know because you don't follow me on my personal page, which is okay. Um, we did finally decide on a baby name. So I just thought I would share with those who want to know. <laughs> Drum roll, please. <laughs> um, and it's really hard. So we decided to go with the name Bella Rain. And the middle name is kind of like, kind of because of RJ, because his name's Reynaldo. Um, so it's it's kind of tied to that. But it was just really hard to actually commit because we had other contenders throughout, like the pregnancy, you know. And then we'd be like, mm-hmm. okay, we're like, ah, you know, we'd say it all, like we'd mention the name for a few days, and then we're like, ah. And then it's like, how about this and how about that, you know? Like, and finally, I felt like this one actually stuck. So. That's what we decided, mm-hmm. and that's what we're going with. So just kind of wanted to share the little update with you guys. We're so excited because it's yes. so cute. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's just crazy to and think I'm... it's like a lifetime commitment, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And, <laughs> and sometimes it's hard because you, like, try to picture what your baby looks like to see, like, the name would match. Mm-hmm. And it's like, honestly, you might not feel, like, 100, like, about the name, which you probably do. But there's some people that don't. And it's like, once you see her, you're just going to be like, the name was meant for her. So it's like, it's going to be special. Like when you actually get to see her for the first time. Yeah, that's true. Cause some people were saying how like, you know, I could, I should just wait and maybe have like a couple options. And then when I see the baby, I could like decide, but I'm like, I can't like, I could not be able to like, just have options and wait until that day. Cause I'd be like, I feel like it'd be that much harder. You know what yeah. I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was really tough. At least you both agreed on the name. It was really tough for me because we both didn't agree. We agreed on the first name for sure, but on the middle name and the last names, it was just, it was a fucking fight in the delivery room. Oh, gosh. <laughs> no. And it's like for us, like, you know, RJ and I are married and I took his last name. So it's like easier with that. Like, we don't have to like, you know what I mean? Like basically decide on that part. But uh huh, yeah. <laughs> so the last segment that we have is a let it out moment. <laughs> so I just wanted to give a little AK shout out to Rico. <laughs> so Rico does cut hair. Um, so right now, like with the whole quarantine thing, like he is taking like some of his like regular clients, of course, doing all the sanitary that he needs to be doing. Um, and so the other day he forgot that he had a client coming super early in the morning. So I woke him up and he literally had like five minutes to get dressed and brush his teeth, whatever. So he got up hella fast well, I had, like, this a load of laundry that just came out of the dryer that was on the bed. So he put on clothes really fast and went downstairs. Well, like, maybe, like, an hour and a half later, he comes back up and he's like, how freaking embarrassing. And I was like, what? 
and he like pulls out and he literally has like these lace thongs <laughs> they were like red and i'm like what the heck where did you get those from he's like they were freaking hanging outside of my shorts he's like i was cutting hair and i felt something hanging like kept touching his legs so he's like i looked and i see something red he's like so i fucking knew that moment like they were your fucking underwear he's like so i put it in my pocket and then the client guy was like, oh, yeah, I saw, but I didn't want to say anything. <laughs> and mind you, this guy's like, works for, like, the state. Like, he's, like, a, like, a, like the juvenile or whatever. <laughs> and so Rico was, like, so fucking embarrassed. And then he told me, he's, like, go downstairs and put, he has a TV in, his, in the little shop area. And he's, like, put something on real quick. Like, don't put music just put like a movie so me trying to be fucking mvp fiance of the year i put on like a movie of like an actor he likes and then he's like and then to top it off besides your underwear he's like you put on a movie this girl's cutting this guy's penis off he's like and my clients are religious they just got done telling me that they went to church for easter he's like and then he's like the son was like watching it like all scared dude oh what the God. fuck and i was just like i was laughing but oh i felt so bad and i was so embarrassed for him and i was like babe like i'm so sorry he's like well you need to be checking your laundry but it's because his shorts were like that like softer material that's like when it's static like the like, basketball shorts yeah and i was like i'm so sorry i was like well i didn't know like whatever so i'm never gonna be in charge of doing that for him again so. <laughs> But Dude, he was so that's so fucking funny. <laughs> and they're then probably... he thought, "Go, Sorry. no." It's like they're probably like Loki looking at the twenties. First of all, being like, "Are they clean?" Or are they yeah, clean? well, because he how he woke up late. He was like five minutes late to open the door for them to come in. So he's like, "The guy probably thought I fucking just had a quick year or something, and like put, didn't even take my pants off or something." And I was just fucking dying. <laughs> Oh, oh my, my god. god, that's fucking funny. <laughs> he should like make a little list of like movies he approves or shows he approves that you know of so you can go ahead and, sh- and like when you help him with that. I know. Oh my god, that's so funny. funny. <laughs> and he was all stressed out because I'm all like hella text, like snapping you guys and like all my sisters. And he's like, why are you telling people? And I was like, it's just so funny. <laughs> he's not uh, thinking you set him up. <laughs> I know. <laughs> So for this episode, um, we do want to go ahead and kind of go off of last week, which we talked about forgiveness. Um, This isn't really an exact same family, but it's something kind of tied to it. Um, We wanted to talk about what it means to us being a woman of our word. Um, So that could be like a tough question because people can not really know or understand like what specifically we're asking. Um, But this is just in general, like being accountable, doing like what we say, um, being trustworthy. Um, so it's like in general, like it's really hard to prove things to ourselves, but also just to prove things to others. Mm -hmm. So we kind of just wanted to talk about this in general, kind of just get like insight in regards to like what you guys think. So, you know, going off of that, what does it mean to be in a woman of your word, like for you guys? Um, I can go first. I feel like this, this is actually like a really good question because you're right. It kind of goes into just however that person may interpret the question. Mm -hmm. Um, but I think that for me, like being a, a woman of your word is just someone 
I guess the word that I would use to describe that is being someone that's dependable. Mm -hmm. So for me, I guess that that's kind of what it what it means is like being um, dependable, reliable, and just kind of like backing up what you say. Yeah. Yeah. With your actions, you know, like not just saying things because but actually like following through with your actions. So I think that's that's kind of like what it would mean to me. Mm hmm. Yeah, I I definitely agree with you, Dania. Um, someone that's um, responsible too, and that mm -hmm. they'll not that like when they drop the ball, they're gonna they're able to be like fuck, like I fucked up, I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. This isn't gonna happen again, and that they take measures to make sure that that doesn't happen. I think something else that I think is that they're they're very understanding that things happen and like. I don't know. I guess it just depends. I'm the way I see myself being a woman of, of my word is that I hold myself to something that I say I'm for sure going to do. And then I, if I can't do it for whatever reason, I try to make it up. If that makes sense to do that, mm -hmm. to make it better. Yeah. Yeah. So definitely that. Yeah. So, I mean, both of your guys' answers like are right. It is kind of, again, just depends on, like, what how you see it or in regards to, like, what a situation might be. Uh, so I wanted to see, like, actually what a dictionary definition was for a woman of her word. So it would be just in general. Um, so it, what it said was a woman can be expected to keep or follow through her promises or intentions mm -hmm. who's mm -hmm. tr truthful, trustworthy, or reliable. So those are really, as much as we could say, like, we've all been there. We all are women of our word based off of those things. Those are really high standards to keep yeah. all the time Yeah, with different situations. So being like a woman of our word, it's something we have to learn. It's not something that just, you know, when we hit puberty, we're just like, you know, like, yes, I'm this. So um, something I kind of wanted to also talk about was how can we do that? Like, how do we learn to become a woman of our word? You know, as like me, I have a daughter, Danya, you have, like, you're going to have a daughter. Well, you have a daughter, but, like, you're going to have a born daughter. <laughs> and, Debbie, you have one, like, in your ovaries waiting. Like, <laughs> like we kind of have to know, like, how to teach our children to be a woman of our word. So how can we do that? And what's a tool, like, we might use or an example that we might share with our child? Well, I think that it starts off with, like, you setting the example, right? Mm -hmm. So... For example, me, like, I'm single. I don't, I'm not with anybody. But if and when I do get with somebody and let's say I'm not going to sit there and lie through my teeth to this new person in front of my son and then my son being like, well, why is mom, like, not saying the truth? You know? Yeah. yeah. So things like that. And so I feel like you that's one thing that we can do is just set them set the example for them in that way and by doing things or not doing certain things. Mm. Yeah, and I think like just going off of what you said Debbie about um leading by example, I think that is like the that's probably like the best way to put it. Um but also like something to kind of make sure that you're doing that is I guess like carrying yourself and doing these things, you know, that you're leading with in a way where like you don't give other people like the chance to call to call you out on your bullshit yeah you know what i mean yeah mm -hmm. because that's kind of a way to like cover your like i don't want to say cover your tracks like you're hiding something but um just kind of like actually making sure 
that you're doing what you're intending to do without someone else being able to like point out that you're not doing that. If yeah. that makes any sense. No, yeah, so, it does. Um, but yeah, I think just leading by example is which again, it's probably the best way to put it, but it's also the hardest thing to do mm-hmm. because then mm-hmm. that means you have to be like constantly reflecting and constantly like paying attention to what you're doing and like kind of taking a step back. Yeah. yeah. Um, and going off of that, it's kind of um, in regards to making sure that your children or yourself are around people that also are like, keep what they say they're going to do. Yeah. Um, because I feel like if you're around people that are just always making you promises or they're not trustworthy, it's really hard to like do that yourself because you start getting those traits and those habits. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also feel like teaching your children or like your daughter, sorry, um, and children in general, but um, like teaching them basically not to do things that they're not going to follow through with. So that could even be like cleaning your room. If you say you're going to do it, like they should do it mm-hmm. or, you know, yourself, like you're going to do this one activity with them. Um, and if you can't do it, you guys always got to make sure that, you explain to them why you could not follow through with that mm-hmm. um, because yeah. that kind of just teaches a kid to they kind of expect to be disappointed sometimes yeah mm-hmm. so that's actually a really good point what you said about the whole cleaning your room thing because it's very common that like you know I have nephews and nieces and uh, godchildren and a little brother and it's just like sometimes like they will uh, agree that they're gonna do something which in this case be like oh, yeah, if you let me play with this and then they drop all the toys, like, they promise they're going to pick them up after. And then a Mm -hmm. lot of the time, they'll throw a fit afterwards. And then it's like the parents are the ones doing it. Yeah. Yeah. And it's understandable. (laughs) (laughs) And, you know, to some extent, it's understandable. Like, kids aren't, like, you know, they're learning and they're adapting to the world. So it's not like they're going to know that, that, you know, like, every single time get it right. But it's, like, those little things and teaching them, like, no, you said, so then that means next time Mm -hmm. when you tell me that, you're not going to be allowed to get away with that type of thing. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, that that was a good example. Yeah. So what is, like, a trait that we hold ourselves accountable to as, you know, we're older women now? Um, like what's Speak a for yourself. That... <laughs> I'm like older. Okay. Um, what's like a trait that we hold ourselves accountable? So I mean, we could have a lot. There could be really small traits or big ones, but what do you feel like maybe might be like your top two like most important traits that you feel you try to hold yourself accountable to like ninety eight percent of the time? I think for me, one of them is definitely being dependable. Mm-hmm. Like, it's really hard for me that once I, like, let someone know that they can count on me for something, like, it's hard for me to put myself in a situation where I now have to, like, flake or be like, oh, never mind, I can't do it anymore or whatever, you know, because I feel mm-hmm. like I hate if that happens to me type of thing, you know, like, yeah, that when you're sense. already when you're already counting on something. Um, So I guess, like, I, I do try to keep my word in the sense that, like, if I already told someone, like, I'm going to be there for something or help with something, I will do my very best to follow through with that. That's one of them. Let me think on the second one, Debbie. Take um, over. I guess it's, like, trustworthy. Like, if, like, I have okay. to, people who I'm around have to be able to trust me or I have to be able to give them the ability to trust me. And what that means is, like, not let them down when it comes to certain things, if that makes sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And not just, I guess, in, like, not letting them down, but also, like, just being able to trust you, like, yeah. right? Like, with whatever it is that they might mm-hmm. share with you. 
that's that's actually pretty good too because you don't want to be that person that um people trust to come and tell their stuff to and then suddenly it's like all of the friends yeah you know when it's like that person made of just confided in you for a specific Mm -hmm. reason yeah that's one of my main things so me i'm like it was hard for me to really say like one specific thing because i feel like there's times where i'm like stronger and like a certain like area trait more than others Mm -hmm. um but i would say mine too would probably be like being dependent i mean not being how do you say like dependable dependable Mm -hmm. um just in aspects of like being there for people and also like you know like my close family like obviously like Rico and like my kids like I like to kind of feel wanted like I'm needed Mm -hmm. in certain aspects of their life so I feel like I always have to be there even if it doesn't benefit me so that's something I try to keep myself accountable is just like being there like when I'm needed okay and also when somebody might least expect yeah yeah but I mean, there's been situations where I have not been dependable, but I mean, it's obviously we're human. We all go through shit, but yeah, of course. Like, and I mean, sometimes like, you know, we've talked about, um, like sometimes just shit yep. fucking happens and you, you can't control it and you just have mm. to fucking roll with mm-hmm. the punches. So when we do like need to get something done, um, do we find ourselves like going into our comfort zone and not following in our, not following our word to follow through whether it be like losing weight or having a good attendance at work or hanging out with a friend, like, like okay. what do we find ourselves doing? Like, do we find ourselves going into our comfort zone? So kind of like maybe avoiding the goal because it's like, you don't want to step out of your comfort zone. So then you kind of don't actually keep your word type of thing. Yeah. Oh, that's hard. I think, I think it depends. Um, since you mentioned like the whole weight loss thing, I feel like I've definitely been there where I'm like, hell yeah, I'm gonna be like fit girl, whatever, you know, <laughs> and then it's like two weeks of like eating healthy and like doing some workouts and then like se me pasa and I'm like suddenly <laughs> over it, you know, and then it's yeah. like you actually gain an extra 10 pounds because you felt deprived <laughs> for two weeks. Yeah. <laughs> so I think when it comes to stuff like that, like I've definitely found myself just kind of going into my comfort zone because it's almost like the change is too hard mm-hmm. it, or, you know, and I, and I excuse myself that way. Um, but uh, I don't know, for the most part, I can't think of a specific example right now, but I do feel like just like for other things, I do try to like really stick to what I say that I'm going to do. But sometimes it, what, what I'll end up doing is I'll procrastinate for a really long time oh my until gosh, I yeah. finally get to it, you know? Uh-huh. Um, so I think that's kind of how I keep myself in my comfort zone. But then I finally push myself to, like, just make shit happen. No, I feel like that makes a lot of sense. And I feel like for myself, like, I talk myself or try to give myself reasons why I can't fucking do it. Like, literally, like, you know, just that we're talking about the weight loss thing. Like, literally, like... I'll, like, fucking be sore, and I'll be like, oh, yeah, I forgot that I had, like, this injury in fucking middle school and shit. Like, <laughs> you know? Like, just trying to find any fucking reason, like, why I can't do something. It's like a it's hard pinky. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I think I always just think about all the negative shit. So then it's like, I just get into my comfort zone. I'm just like, no, I'm not going to do it, even though, like, I might have posted and done all this extra shit about it. Yeah. Yeah, for me, I guess the only thing that I 
do or don't do is I really do sometimes when I'm hate like I have a lot of friends up in Portland <laughs> and uh-huh. a lot of them are like yeah come out blah 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 and honestly like I want to go out and I'm like yeah definitely I'll try but then it's like because it's all the way in Portland and it's like I have to find a babysitter I have to like do all of these other things and then by the time I it's just it's too much fucking work for like two hours that I'm probably going to be able to spend with y'all you know yeah mm-hmm. so I'm so very- code code word when Debbie says I'll try she low-key means no <laughs> yeah I'm just trying not to say no <laughs> yeah that's, that's just my own my, that's like one of the biggest things that I that I suck at <laughs> mm-hmm. it, it just like sucks too like when we say like yeah, we're down, we're down. And then it's like, we low-key have our alarm already set to, like, text that we're not going to fucking, like, something came up. Yeah. <laughs> like, we've all been fucking guilty of that. I but. know. And honestly, I don't know if we've ever mentioned this before, but it's, like, with our group of friends, like, it, it's, it happens very often that we'll be like, oh, yeah, we should do something. And then everybody's, everybody's down. <laughs> everybody's like, we're down, we're down, we're down. And but then, then no. we're all, like, on standby waiting, like, who's going to reply yes. with the plan? Yes. Like, who has the idea? <laughs> well, who's going to take initiative to make it happen, you know? And then it's like, I oh, know. let's go out to eat. And then it's like, all right, where do we want to go? And it's like, wherever. And it's like <laughs> three hours later, like, everybody's hangry at this point, you know? Yeah, <laughs> but that's definitely us we're guilty of that <laughs> um so with like following through and like being practicing like accountability like is it easier to get something done like if we tell somebody or someone knows that we're going to be doing something um okay so for me specifically i hate announcing shit on like Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. I hate saying like, yeah, I'm on this weight loss journey. Because then if I really don't do it or if something happens, like I'm going to look dumb as fuck and I don't want people to be using that shit against me. So that's why <laughs> I don't post anything like that. I like I like the creep, the creeping, the little creeping effect. Like I, I, I hustle, hustle, hustle until I do, I get where I want to be at. And then I'm like, well, bam, like look at that. <laughs> <laughs> but then that but be- I think but then that becomes sorry. an issue too because then I get called a cokehead. <laughs> oh my god. Oh yeah, I remember when that happened to her in high school or college. Yeah, Betty Castle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, everybody was like like because I lost really bad weight, like a lot of weight, and I was really, really skinny, like kind of gross, grossly skinny. I I think now looking back. And I kept getting asked if I lost all my weight because I was doing coke. I was like, I have never even touched or like no way it looks like in person. So no. That is like really weird too because it's like, why would you ask someone that? You know, like yeah. would they expect you to be like, hell yeah, this is my fucking like <laughs> workout plan. <laughs> yeah. But I feel like what you're saying, Debbie, about the whole thing about coke, I feel like anytime like somebody that was chubby gets skinny, that's the first thought naturally that fucking comes into like a latina or latino mind like yeah like yeah, that person does coke you know what it's I mean? like the low-key like <laughs> hating vibes you know yeah like, <laughs> and people probably uh, say it while they're eating fries from their mcdonald's I know. bag like <laughs> and they see your picture like oh yeah this bitch probably did coke to yeah. get there <laughs> <laughs> Daniel, um, what do you think well to answer the question i do feel like if i tell someone else yes because like i said i do try to be like 
dependable and I feel like I just hate looking stupid to people kind of like how Debbie was saying mm-hmm. so even though Debbie mentioned like how she wouldn't really post like stuff on social media like I wouldn't necessarily do that either but that's also to say that if you did you know you would be more committed to sticking to it mm-hmm. yeah don't you feel like because it kind of like almost just gives you that extra push and I think that's something that we should like definitely work on because it's kind of like why is it that we would rather or we would have more of this um drive to prove it to other people than to prove it to ourselves yeah Mm -hmm. you know but it's like for example like even just when it comes to like friends and like stuff like that like telling someone it just makes you want to do it even more. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think for me, yeah. And if I'm being realistic, if I know that this is like a, if there's a goal that I have and I feel like maybe I'm not going to be as committed, then I probably won't mention anything, but then that's already me expecting not to do it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, like, do you guys remember back in that episode when I said that I was like, we're going to fucking run, I don't know how many miles a week, and then <laughs> I just stopped talking about it? Like, the only thing you were running was on that <laughs> <deep> on you. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was around the time she got pregnant. <laughs> Mm-hmm. so you know i took a, a plan b to that fucking cardio <laughs> she got pregnant instead so she didn't have to do it I yeah <laughs> debbie you've been the only like woman of your word regarding that like i haven't announced anything so guys yes i do look the same like <laughs> i'm still in 2019 <laughs> um no, but yeah, I feel like with that too, like I feel like when I know for sure I'm going to do something or I'm going to at least give effort for some time, mm-hmm. I do like to tell somebody and that can hold me accountable. And especially with like Rico, like I do tell him, obviously he's my partner, so I tell him everything, but like I try to tell him stuff and it's like below key, like when he tells me or calls me out of my bullshit, I'm just like. Why you a fucking hater? Like, yeah. Or you, you know? get mad how you're like, why the yeah. fuck are you against me right now? <laughs> I know. Uh, so it's just, and I just fucking will take it to heart. Like, you know, I'll just go <laughs> shame for the rest of the month about it. But no, it's feel like to be like, to be accountable, it's nice to tell somebody or even to like post about it or maybe just even like, I don't know, just acknowledge what you're gonna do mm-hmm. from time to time to give yourself a reminder mm-hmm. and I guess maybe it wouldn't even be about like sharing like your entire fucking plan what your end goal is with people but mm-hmm. maybe just like even if it helped you to like share a little milestone within your goal you know like for yeah. example like my goal could be to lose 30 pounds but it's like it's gonna be harder for people to be waiting for me to hit the 30 pound mark than for me to be like announcing maybe like to my friends like hey I lost five pounds or like Mm -hmm. you know just showing a little bit of progress because it kind of motivates you without putting too much pressure on you yeah yeah no that makes sense um so are we like a woman of our word for ourselves or to prove it to somebody um so this is kind of like going into like do we prove different things to our family versus like our friends Mm. I guess with me, I hold the same value for my family as to my friends because I literally do consider my friends family. Mm-hmm, um, and mm-hmm. so I guess I I like to think that I am a woman of my word. And then I, I do it mostly for myself because I hold value into who I am as that person. And mm-hmm. I and as to what my family and friends think of me. Because I don't want to mm-hmm. be known as like that bitch that you can't be trusted. 
is flaky and isn't responsible, you know? And so I really hold myself up to those standards and I do that for myself. No, I agree. I think I do. Um, It depends, you know, like my closest friends again, like, yeah, I would put them up there with my family Uh for sure. You know, there are other friends who just are your friends and yeah, Mm -hmm. you're not as close to, so it's a little bit different. Um, But yeah, I guess like I do hold my word, especially for these people that are close to me, because I, like I said, I I think it's important to try to treat others the way you want to be treated. And it's like, I want the same in return. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know but at the same time I don't fully feel like I'm doing it for them it's also because you kind of want to take pride in like yourself and how you carry yourself you yeah. know so that's kind of like how I think about it almost for like your own integrity like knowing yeah. that you're like really doing the right thing for yourself and like yeah others. exactly no yeah and I mean both of the answers that you guys said is kind of like what a lot of people could probably relate to um but like yeah so with in regards to friends, like, yeah, there are those friends where it's, like, you might half-ass your word just because that's the same energy you're given. And, I mean, I can say, like, I'm guilty of that sometimes. Mm-hmm. But it's it's kind of hard because sometimes you di- do get caught up, like, wondering if you're really doing something for yourself or it's because it's a favor for somebody or, you know, somebody called you or thought you were something, but you're trying to prove that that's not who you are as a person. So yeah (sighs) but it is what it is (laughs) um so another thing i guess about this topic um is that we expect men to be men of their word so like keeping their promises or staying consistent like in regards to like your relationship or their overall life like we can give like a little story maybe of like a time where a man in our life maybe was not a man of his word i mean it doesn't have to be too fucking deep where it's like he did some fucking shady shit, but it could just be little pet peeve type things that he said he was going to do, but really wasn't consistent. Yeah. Me. This is. They didn't take out the trash when they said they were going to. <laughs> <laughs> that was a big disappointment. <laughs> oh my God. I just have to mention a little story that it made me think of that because I think the other day I forgot what. And this isn't like to call you guys out, B, but I thought it was fucking funny. I think Rico on his snap posted something and he's like hyping V up because she's like with her cute outfit and everything. And then V he's like <laughs> by the fridge they're cooking or something. And then she yeah. she like instead of saying like thank you or being all hyped up, is like calling him out on his snap about taking out the trash, I think. <laughs> yeah. I was and so I was like laughing. I'm like, V would like Rico's like, oh damn, like who's this? Stuff that's something. Thinking he's like, oh, like reminding him to take out the trash, and I was like, we fucking would, like, <laughs> like all with the fucking god. Like I was, I was so mad. I like after he posted, and I saw, I was like, you better fucking delete that video. Like me, like all fucking like extra bloated. Like did he get the right fucking angle? Be young. I was all stressed. Yeah, out. like can we get a retake? <laughs> I know. Uh, but- Really quickly, this did make me think of a specific story, and this ties back to my first job at a um, college. And I worked for a company that very much overworked us and very much underpaid us. And our boss, like or our manager, was a guy, so he was a man. Um, we can only assume because we kind of started thinking he didn't have balls. <laughs> <laughs> 
um, but it's like he kept promising us like we all kept m- meeting our numbers we kept like hitting our marks and he kept promising that he was gonna fight for us to get a raise because literally we're making the company so much fucking money and he kept saying that and he told us by this date and then he fucking like the date came oh we gotta wait for this and then it's like oh we only do reviews once a year and like literally it's like everything he said that he was gonna do he never fucking did and eventually we're all just enraged like we're just pissed like we literally like the way we reacted to that was that we just stopped having any respect for him so it just you guys fucking ripped his balls (laughs) off (laughs) no it just got to the point where like i was such a bitch and like i knew they needed me so i kind of just took advantage of that and it's like once i'm like really pissed like i could be a petty bitch like i try not to be because it's like i'm not proud of getting to that level but it's like he would come and try to talk to me like, well, what do you want then? And this was around the time I was going to get married. And I remember he's like, well, how do you see things happening after you come back from your honeymoon? And I was like, I don't see myself coming back after my honeymoon, you know? And he was like, well, I see that you're very angry. So I'm going to give you some time to think about it. And I'm like, and he would walk away because he also like couldn't handle it because he knew we had a point, you know? So it was like definitely like this person's not in any way part of my life now, but he definitely continued that same pattern and it was just one of those things that I was like you know men in the corporate world yeah so Dania that story you know what it reminded me of what of our freshman um basketball coach we gave that guy such a fucking hard time (laughs) it was so bad like oh my god it was the first year yeah it was the first year he coached and it was his fucking last. Let me just tell you. That. Yeah. That's how bad we were. Not I even just... bad, like we sucked, but we did suck. But we were like, our attitudes just were not yeah. good. Dude, our... all the girls on that team, we all fucking had some sass. And uh-huh. poor guy. Yeah. Involved already, thank God. But... <laughs> yeah, I remember he was like, okay, girls, like, what do you need from me <laughs> to win? <laughs> What do you need for me to win? And we're... <laughs> Are you talking about the Starbucks thing? The Dutch, yeah, it was oh, yeah, Dutch. Remember, was it? Yeah, we're like, yeah, we're like we, we all need Dutch before the game. And he, he fucking, fucking bought it for us. us. Oh my gosh. You guys are fucking bad. <laughs> and then I'm kind of like, Dutch. Uh... <laughs> Wow, guys, he used his whole coaching salary to buy it that day. <laughs> well, the funny thing is, like, why would our coach give us caffeine right before the fucking game, you know? Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure he was really, really trying to motivate us. But I was like, oh, my gosh. He was just like, he tried, but it was just like he didn't have the personality for it. So we just kind of ate him alive. Yeah. And <laughs> There was a game, too, where we ended up getting, like, five or six technicals, just our team. And that game, he fucking broke his clipboard. Like, I dude, <laughs> it was bad. And, like, when we get technicals, the district gets fined. You guys know that, right? So what? Like, no. Yeah, they find, like, whenever you get technicals. And I think um, even when you do, like, red cards and shit like that, I think, in soccer. What? Like, the the district gets fined like it's nothing like crazy you know but it's like they do especially if it happens to be playoffs which girl we definitely didn't make it a playoffs (laughs) that year but but, yeah 
So oh my God. that's fucking yeah. crazy. No wonder they just got a fucking turf field. <laughs> they were paying off all that debt. <laughs> that's why it took them so long. But yeah. Do you have a specific example, V, about a man not keeping their word? So mine is with no other man in my life. That special someone, Rico. <laughs> uh, no, mine kind of is just about like something that we had talked about like way episodes again episodes ago about like him using like substances um that was like a time where it was like he was not keeping the promises that he would make in regards to like staying clean or like not going out and like doing things he wasn't supposed to be doing Mm -hmm. and of course I fucking reacted like um I would always like kind of like threaten him like okay if this isn't the last time like me and the kids are gone, da da da. And that was like me also not keeping like my word in regards to like boundaries and things that I was setting. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, he was not consistent in regards to that except one time that I actually made it very clear that there was like no more. Like that's actually when he like kind of like confronted the situation in regards and like handled it on his own Mm -hmm. um and so to answer like if it's a habit that he still does like it's not like and he's actually already gonna be a year clean in two weeks which is fucking crazy because wow that's like a lot talked about this like only a month couple months after he like got out so Mm -hmm. wow yeah that's amazing no that's definitely really good but it's fucking crazy to think that it's like been that long already you know Mm -hmm. like time the years definitely fucking flown by. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, and that's just again, like showing, like being consistent, of, like in regards to like holding yourself fucking accountable for like things that you should not be doing or promises that you're making. But yeah. Mm-hmm. But we're glad that that's behind you guys now because mm-hmm. obviously, like, you guys are in a way better place because of that. Um, yeah. Even if it, you know, took some time, like you said, and it was a struggle for a bit, but. You guys made a past that, and that's all that matters. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> Debbie, what do you think? Like, I mean, was the was the basketball teacher yours? <laughs> that one, and then the, the taking out the trash one. Oh, that, yeah. that one was a fucking habit. Okay? It was a habit. And I felt like it was just kind of like, the more she tells me to do it, the more I'm not going to do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so that was just more like, a, I'm going to strangle you with a fucking garbage bag Bag. you don't take it out (laughs) yeah and it's just because as like girls we think like that's a guy's fucking duty i know which it's like that would be cool to fucking know if it really was you know i mean (laughs) people are gonna be like no it's a feminist like no because i was i was pregnant and we lived upstairs in the second story yeah like in the second floor so it's like can you please like you're just sitting there can you please take out the trash like that's all I'm asking. yeah i mean i know <laughs> that like as feminists we try to like be like oh equality and like there's no gender roles and whatever but it's like <laughs> this is one of those things where it's like i don't want to do it like i'll just yeah. be like what if somebody takes me in their van on my way over there like you know <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just help, hit them with the guilt trip so this is like just like a little lesson like to say like we do have to keep the same energy ourselves when we expect people to follow through on their end and things that they say they're gonna do for us or for themselves um but we also to kind of 
go towards like the end of the episode um for ourselves like I kind of wanted to list like each of us list two things that we want to work on to be a woman of our word um whether this be like a trait or us holding accountability of doing something um if you guys just want to like maybe just say again like two things that you guys want to work on hmm so let me think for me I think consistency and not giving up on people so easily. Okay. So what do you feel like consistency and what? Like a certain aspect of your life or like with everything? With everything, especially because I feel like I have so many goals, but I haven't been consistent in into what I need to do to obtain those goals. Okay. You know, because I could work out and I have been, but it's like, bitch, if you don't shut your mouth and not eat, you know, <laughs> as bad as you've been eating, like you're not gonna see a difference. Okay. Yeah, you know, yeah, things like that. And then, not giving up on people so easily. I'm very. I have a really big high wall. Like it's bigger than the wall of China, because of like everything that has happened that I've been through all this shit. And so with me, it's just kind of like if you fuck up one like little thing, I'm just gonna go off and just basically do everything in my power so you can leave because I don't have the guts to be like I'm done I I lost mm. interest <laughs> okay and that's just with anybody it's not specifically like a romantic partner or anything it's just like with anybody like I my my um I don't have a long fuse for people who just make me waste my time so do you feel like you want to be easier on people or you want to be yes. able to just like tell them like this isn't for me and like move on both okay yeah I guess it just depends on the situation because I feel like I'm more lenient like on friends or people who I think would be friends Mm -hmm. but then when I lose when I'm like done I'm done like I don't go fuck if you're crying or if you're begging like I don't go fuck (laughs) no that makes sense I think that for me like both of the things that I can think of are kind of tied together in a way so I think something I have to work on is being more realistic sometimes it's like really hard for me to say no to people or like say no to like somebody needs me for this and I'm like sure and then I have to do this and like I just end up taking too much on and then I'm just overwhelmed Mm -hmm. and stressed you know and -hmm. like I could see that just in, in general with a lot of things like people asking me for help with things or just even like at work um so I feel like in order to make sure that I'm able to keep my word, I need to be more realistic with what I can do with the time and the resources that I have. Mm-hmm. Um, and another thing that I can work on is just being more honest with myself again in like, yes, I can do all these things, but am I going to fucking hate myself for saying yes to all 20 of these tasks? You know, it's yeah. like, I probably will. So I just kind of need to be more honest with myself and, I get worried sometimes when people ask me for things about how they're going to take it because I don't ever want to really hurt anybody's feelings, especially someone that I care about. So yeah. a lot of times, like, I won't be honest with myself just because I don't want to let that person down. So mm-hmm. I think, I like, those two things are definitely something I could work on. Yeah, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, mine's, like, being accountable of my actions. Um, so I just, like, tend- find myself a lot, like, admitting to like things that I do wrong or ways that I react that are wrong but then I still continue to like do them once in a while so I just need to be accountable of like the things that I'm doing that's like fucking up okay and also I put which we talked about this whole fucking episode pretty much <laughs> like, um weight loss like I just need to hold myself accountable to it 
be a woman of my word or like the size in my mind and shit. But <laughs> um, just because I'm the type of person where it's like, I'll say I want to do this and I'll fucking be looking at fucking workouts and like saving them, but never open them until January 1st. Yeah. So <laughs> I just need to be fucking back you, onto you my know what sweat works, check. What works best for me, V, on that is creating mm-hmm. a schedule or like being on a routine and try to stay consistent to it. Yeah. You know, it does. It's hard because you're working from home and you're at home with the kids and stuff. But I that's one thing that I felt like got me in my depressed, like in my depression again was because I wasn't in a schedule and I wasn't consistent. And so this week it's like I made a schedule like, okay, I'm going to get up. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. And I'm literally in bed by like 830, 9, you know, (laughs) doesn't mean I doesn't mean I go to sleep at that time, but I'm at least already in bed. Like rest, yeah, like preparing to rest, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. But yeah, having a routine is a good idea. Um, and V is definitely the night owl of the group. Oh like, yeah, she is. You know, finding <laughs> drinks and shit at four in the morning. Uh huh. <laughs> um, but it's true because sometimes, like you know, I feel like you're so busy throughout the day that you you do just really enjoy like the time that you're up at night. But mm-hmm. I feel like even if maybe since you're up already late, if you did like your workouts at that time, then it's like you're going to be fucking ready to knock out as soon as you're done, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's That's like that true. can help you too, but. Maybe I'll start next Monday. <laughs> I'm like, don't take it from me because I'm not doing that right now. <laughs> um, So we are getting, we are at the end of our episode. So as always, we always end it with a what if. So this what if question, like, me being the gorda that I am (laughs) caught my fucking attention but the question is if sheets had to be made up of deli meats what would you want them to be made of okay like your bed sheets right yeah um so I can go first because I already have <laughs> okay. and then people I always fucking answer these questions wrong so don't <laughs> me, but I was thinking like okay so mine I said that my sheets would be carne asada so that technically is a deli meat because <laughs> if you get a torta the is a fucking Mexican sandwich <laughs> oh right? we're getting technical mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's in the same little like window things like at the fucking Walmart or wherever you're gonna get your meat <laughs> so mine would be carne asada because okay. I mean, we'll let it we'll let it happen your your explanation makes it classify yes. yeah <laughs> for me I think it would be just like I'm gonna be really really basic and just do um like turkey expected and I love turkey <laughs> meat <laughs> Uh, I'm just kidding. I don't know. I think for me, I would definitely like. I really like um, like Italian like meats. Like you know, like how I don't even know what the fuck the word is, but you know, like when people are bougie and they have their little like cheese boards uh-huh. and all that shit. Like, uh-huh. and it's like this whole pregnancy. Like I can't have those meats because you know how you're not supposed to have any of like yeah yeah. So I'm like, oh, I'm almost there because like I, that's usually like a snack that I want. But I would probably go with like pastrami. I don't know if I know all the word, like all the names, but let's just say I would go with like some type of Italian meat because I don't know all the names or if I would even say it right. But there's like yeah. another one too, like salami, but it's like a different type of salami that's really good with cheese. Yeah, they're really good. I love so, those too. I would mm-hmm. probably go with something like that. No, those that good sounds choices. good for me right now. <laughs> <laughs> I would be like the joke that I came up with was like 
um like you know be stack like that's like yeah the best mm-hmm. i feel like but it's like she thick but it's like be stack kind of close <laughs> <laughs> Uh, cricket. <laughs> okay. No, speaking um, of tortas, I just need to let you guys know. The other day, I made tortas de milanesa, and it's ooh. like that shit came out fucking good. Like you know, lately I I've been feeling like I'm fucking Gordon Ramsay, like I said. So I've just been making like all this fucking food, and you know, because right now I can't really tell if the calories are or you know the weights from the baby or anything else. So I'm like <laughs> taking advantage. <laughs> Before I get onto my calvo diet after the baby comes. Uh-huh. So, but yeah, and that kind of sounds good right now too. But everything sounds good to me right now. <laughs> <laughs> but okay, we made it to the very end of our episode. So we hope that everybody, you know, has had a great week. And um, has a good week this week to come. Um, and is staying safe. And like usual, if you haven't followed our Instagram, please go ahead and follow our Instagram. Debbie, what is it? underscore reinas del chisme and on twitter v reinas dl chisme yeah. and just a little quick thing also please rate us and leave us a five-star review if you haven't already on apple Podcasts yes. and on uh spotify yes yes and also on ig continue to share when you listen to us yeah spread the fucking word yeah let spread us the <laughs> let us know if we like say anything that either like you know is wrong or you agree with or whatever the case like you know we're not gonna block anyone i just joked about that but it's like it's okay if you guys call it call us out on something sometimes because that's kind of how we can like learn and grow from some of the shit that we do you know Mm -hmm. so all right everyone we will talk to you guys next tuesday so later bye hasta luego